This podcast is produced by Yizzy Research, whose mission is to do research and help others do the same. Visit us at yizzyresearch.com. While you're there, sign up for the mailing list to stay updated. How much money does a UX researcher make? What are the differences between a user experience designer and user experience researcher? How should I feel about my team not applying my research? These are all fantastic questions. In fact, these are all your questions. Stay tuned to hear my answers to these questions and other listener submitted questions. Welcome to the Yizzy Research Podcast, the podcast for aspiring researchers, current researchers, and research enthusiasts. I'm your host, Imani, also known as Izzy, and I am the founder, CEO, and principal researcher of Yizzy Research, a boutique research agency providing UX research services, career coaching, and of course, this podcast. In this episode, I will answer 11 questions that were submitted by you, the listeners. I won't be answering them in any particular order. Question number one, what are some relevant ethical topics in UX research? In previous episodes of this podcast, I mentioned that UX research is kind of like working in the wild, wild west. There isn't a standardized body of rules or ethical codes that all UX researchers abide by. However, there are some ethical topics I've encountered in my career. First, it's important that participants know that they are being recorded and have provided consent to be recorded. This consent is important even if the recorded sessions stay internal. This consent is even more important if you intend to share research session snippets with the public. Research subjects need to be well informed about what those recordings may be used for. If your company has in-house counsel, ask them about local and state recording laws to be safe. Second, if you as a researcher promise people incentives for completing research, then make sure that you actually incentivize them. I've been a research subject for countless research studies, and I did not always receive the free product or gift card I was promised. Third, although people choose to be research subjects, if they are not comfortable discussing or doing something, honor their limits. As a researcher, this can be incredibly frustrating. When I was an undergraduate researcher, I conducted research about sexual culture on college campuses, and this means that I asked people about, well, sex. Although our research team was very clear about the types of questions we were going to ask way ahead of time, can you believe that people were still reticent? Again, it's super annoying but ethical to not push too much. Question two, do you think that UX research is a specialized type of market research? Personally, having done both UX research and market research, I view them as two different functions with quite a bit of overlap. Market research is usually done to understand a target audience or demographic. UX research is conducted to understand users' experience with the product. UX researchers could transition into being market researchers if they wanted to, and vice versa, because both use surveys, interviews, and focus groups to accomplish their goals. At the core, both researchers want to learn about people. Question number three, what are the differences between a UX researcher and UX designer? Some UX researchers are also designers, but many UX researchers are only researchers like myself. 
The difference is that UX researchers employ methods such as usability testing, surveys, card sorting, contextual inquiry, interviews, and diary studies, for example, to understand the experience customers have with the product. UX designers then use UX research to design wireframes, prototypes, and user flows. They make sure that our product is actually easy and pleasant to use. Question number four, are UX research bootcamps worthwhile? I haven't done a UX research bootcamp before, but based on my conversations with recruiters, they do not like bootcamps. I don't know why, because to me, experience is experience. I would suggest that if you did a bootcamp, pivot that into freelance or contract work, and then pivot that into full-time work. Question number five, why are there so few entry-level UX researcher roles? Whew, I don't know why, but it is a troublesome trend because current UX researchers will age out eventually. No one I've asked has an answer for this, but I would assume that it's because UX research is considered a specialist role, so you need to know what you're doing. Question number six. I recently applied for a UX researcher job and the recruiter asked me for my salary range during the first conversation. Is this normal? Yes, it is in my experience. I typically talk about salaries early, usually during my first round interview. It's awkward, but necessary. Question number seven. How can I figure out what salary to expect as a UX researcher? I use Glassdoor, LinkedIn Salary, Salary.com, and Fairy Godboss to determine a range. This proved to be pretty accurate in my job searches. I also recommend that when interviewing, make note of the salary ranges that recruiters may give you. Question number eight. I've been searching for a UX researcher role for a while, and I haven't received anything yet. Do you have any advice? Yes, I do, of course. Consider posting on LinkedIn that you are in the market for a role, and use hashtags like UX researcher, open to work, etc. Depending on how patient you are, consider extending your job search to market researcher roles to keep your skills fresh. Once you've secured a market research position, continue applying for UX researcher roles. This is not a direct path into UX research, but it can work if you are not on a tight timeline. Also consider product manager and consumer insights roles. These are also pretty close to UX research. Lastly, your resume, cover letter, interviewing skills, research portfolio, and more may need some intensive fine-tuning. If so, consider applying to the Yeezy Research Coaching Program. Learn more at yeezyresearch.com. Question number nine. What skills do you think are most important for someone to succeed in user research? In terms of soft skills, be a good listener, good note-taker, critical thinker, and diplomatic when dealing with people. And of course, have good conversational skills. In terms of hard skills, know how and when to apply a variety of research methods, such as interviews, focus groups, diary studies, card sorts, usability testing, and so many more. To learn more about the ideal personality type of a researcher, I recommend listening to two episodes of this podcast. One is entitled, Personality Traits of Good Researchers, and the other is, Days in the Life of a UX Researcher. Question number 10. What are some hot topics in the UX research community? Some hot topics include the difference between archetypes and personas. Within the next two seasons of this podcast, I will talk about this. Another hot topic is the difference between market research and UX research, which I discussed earlier in this episode. Career pathing in UX research is also a hot topic because there is no standard path into and within UX research. 
Considering such, it's really important to understand what your long-term career goals are as a UX researcher. Do you want to be an individual contributor or manager? Do you want to do research only or research strategy as well? Lastly, a popular debate among the UX research community is whether or not you need a master's degree. I personally don't think you need one. Question 11. Sometimes it's frustrating being a researcher because I don't always think that my research insights are being applied. What do you think about this? Yes, I understand this. I'm sure many researchers do, actually. I remind myself that my job is to conduct research, share my findings with stakeholders, and make my findings accessible to these stakeholders. Ultimately, there's not much you can do to force them to apply your research findings. What are the hot topics in UX research? Are market research and UX research the same thing? How can I research UX researcher salaries? What can I do if it's taking me longer than I thought to become a UX researcher? I answered these questions and then some. If you miss anything or want to ask me questions, visit yizzyresearch.com. Thanks for listening. Subscribe for updates on new episodes. If you are interested in sponsoring this podcast, Or if you are looking to hire someone to help you understand your users and your customers, visit yizzyresearch.com. Follow us on Instagram and LinkedIn at yizzyresearch. That's Y-Z-Z-I research. Bye for now.